डिसीजन Anuj Puri is the chairman of Anarok Property Consultants. He's watched the real estate market through the lulls and the booms. Thank you so much for joining us Anuj. Thank you very much Alex. Okay. And of course, when you're spending anywhere between 25 lakh and as my guest tells me 20 crore on a house, you need effective financial planning to talk about all the factors that come into play when you're buying that house and the financial jugglery that you'll have to perform. I have certified financial planner Karthik Javeri who is a director at Transcend Consulting as always a pleasure pleasure Karthik thank you Alex thank thanks for having me here all right now the first question that I really want to broach gentlemen and I think I'll start with you Karthik okay. is on the scale of investments first of all do you consider real estate as an investment in today's context and where do you rate it in terms of risk and return real estate as an investment today has um, got a lower priority it's gone down the ranks really once upon a time there were very few options and it was a great option to go into now there is a multitude of options which are faster efficient liquid tax efficient so on and so forth so on all these parameters real estate has sort of gone down a few notches and uh, having said that the risk and reward is also dependent upon the demand and supply mm. so what happens is today we are in a world where there is a lot of good real estate and uh, there is ample choice anywhere in the city whichever city you look at and which is why the returns has gone down and the risk is also proportionately down but there is not so much of a return happening as we saw in the last few decades anuj you've seen all of what <laughs> karthik is talking about right whether it's uh, houses bought and we've all heard those interesting stories right you sit at a party and somebody says you know they bought a plot of land or a flat in the 90s for a few lakh rupees and that has gone all the way to a few crores that's now that's right yes but are we beyond that now So Alex uh, I quite agree with what uh, Karthik is saying is uh, but you know I'll add uh, four or five different perspective uh, to this is you know first is uh, if you are talking about property and you're talking about commercial I think it is the right time today to buy it because right. the yields that you look at commercial are fantastic you know right. 8% 9% uh, the argument was that uh, it's difficult to buy an office space difficult to then lease it and sell it Right. Today you have instruments like REITs. Right. Uh, I mean, for your consumers who are listening to this show, it's a fantastic opportunity to go out and uh, subscribe to REITs. You are getting about eight percent return. There is going to be uh, capital appreciation over the next three or four years. Right. And you probably will be able to get up to twelve, thirteen, fourteen percent return. 
on the residential side i quite agree with what karthik is saying is that is it uh, is it an investment uh, opportunity today maybe it is still there for mid to long term certainly not for short term certainly not for speculators right. which is what alex had happened in the last few years mm-hmm. in the boom we saw a lot of these speculators come in that so, was between 2000 and 2010 that sudden crash and that sudden rise that right. we saw absolutely correct absolutely and that i think has gone away which is good for the industry now on the other hand if you were to look at uh, the way the regulator has come in the way the compliances are coming in mm. i do feel is that this is going to become a stable asset right. to be able to uh, go ahead i i also think as your opening comments were very appropriate mm. uh, the emotional decision the physical asset and still the uh, favoritism towards real estate by an indian mm. uh, is very much on top of the radar and you will see is that this will continue to remain either for a mid to long term investment as an asset or for actual end use i'm glad you pointed it out uh, anuj because that's my next point you know um, you know if you're talking about this kartik when you're buying a house and you intend to live in it that's not, right you're not looking to turn that around in 3 years right so for, for example in a hypothetical case if you bought a property and the prices have gone up 30% you're not just going to get up and sell it right? absolutely you're not even going to check the prices uh, maybe like the stock market you're not going to check them every now and then so yes you're right we will not sell that property at the same time see property decision is a very big decision it takes away a huge draw from your resources now whatever you are earning obviously the loans are somewhere in the range depending on the earnings that you have yeah having said that you don't want a lot of it to get sucked away at the cost of sacrificing other financial goals hmm. right from some short term things like holidays to a long term thing like retirement okay so we've established uh, the the fact about real estate about residential and anuj made a really good point about investments and looking at reits as an option of course that market is developing and will develop over the course of the next few years but one last question for both of you with regard to what you should factor into the cost and i i i think a lot of people don't factor this in a lot of new housing societies have all the top notch amenities and that comes at a cost right so should you factor in the maintenance cost when you're factoring whether or not to buy a property not only maintenance i mean maintenance is going to happen from the time you take possession but even before that while you're buying the house especially if you're buying an under construction there is a gst component to it right so they're talking about making a revision on that but gst stamp duty your registration all of that itself is a huge 20% over and above the price of the asset now add to that the maintenance cost so you actually need to have a separate reserve or a separate little fund if you like which will keep paying for this because this can be again a huge draw in addition to the emi hmm. because like you mentioned the amenities are the best and everybody wants the best criteria has gone higher lifestyle luxuries is what we all want so there is a huge price to pay for it okay yes. okay now i i want to go to the next argument that a lot of people make okay anuj and hopefully i can start with you on this one i'm earning rent on my property and if if i'm not staying in it uh, that rent is going towards paying off my loan but the problem is that in india by and large the rental yield which is effectively the rent that you earn uh, as a percentage or uh, of of the amount that you pay for the house is really small it is true uh, alex and uh, you know i'll just continue with what uh, where karthik left uh, and then you know address the query that you have is uh, i i think the gst and the stamp duty you should take it as the cost Uh, itself right. because you know that is always going to go in it 
the government has done well by bringing the GST down for affordable housing to 1% and for uh, the mid and luxury to 5%. So, you know, they they have uh, made a decent attempt of uh, that is. The second is on the maintenance. It is true if you want a certain quality of lifestyle, I mean, you have to pay. I mean, if you want to eat in a five-star hotel, you'll have to pay five-star costs uh, for, for that is. Yeah. Uh, the second is a very important point that you're making is that your mortgage rates are higher than the rental yields that you're getting in a residential properties. So does it make sense to buy a property and have a negative arbitrage, mm-hmm. which means really every month you're paying additional EMI from your pocket over and above the rental that you earn. Yeah. But Alex, let me take you back, say, uh, eight or 10 years ago. If mm-hmm. you had actually bought a property, mm-hmm. which was at the price of, uh, say, 2008 or 9 or 10, right. today that rental yield will be somewhere between 8 to 10%. Oh. In the last few years, mm. where the argument uh, for residential property has lost its uh, relevance in the market, or, and, sheen. You know, it'll be, yeah. uh, or, or sheen, and it's difficult for me to you know, have this argument with Karthik is, <laughs> is because there is no capital appreciation. Yes. Uh, but, you know, this argument, if I was to speak with Karthik uh, about eight or ten years ago, uh, when the capital appreciation was happening very rapidly, yes. you would have seen is that uh, it was when you add capital appreciation and rental, the returns were 12 to 13 percent yeah. on a consistent basis. Karthik, you have a point to make. Yeah, so I do tend to agree with Anuj, and which is why a lot of times when I'm giving advice on real estate, a lot of times I'm saying if you want to buy it as an investment, it's actually for the second generation to enjoy, not right. for you to enjoy. Because by the time you know you start having handsome rentals, it's something else. Today, people who bought properties in the 60s and 70s right. or even the as much as the 80s are earning a monthly rental more than the whole capital price that they paid for it. Yeah, that's you a see? significant It's increase. a significant appreciation. So the second generation really enjoys it. So if you want to buy an investment pro- a property from an investment point of view, and have great rental yields, you have to have a huge amount of patience. Probably not happening in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Probably happening in the next uh, kid's life that you have. So You know, so that actually very interestingly brings me to the next, next leg of the conversation. Say hypothetically that you have decided to buy a house. Okay. Now, it, there is a strategy involved, right? You can either buy it now and take a large loan or you can decide that you want to buy a house and say maybe eight years, nine years down the line and allocate a certain amount of money towards buying that house, you know, invested, say, in the equity market through mutual funds or directly, earn a certain amount of money and then reduce the, uh, the amount of loan that you take. That's one strategy. that you Absolutely. Have. We do that all the time. We call it the down payment fund. That's at least our first target. So if you do not have a dire necessity to buy a house now, and a lot of times you're not sure whether you're going to settle in a Mumbai or a Delhi or a Bangalore or a Chennai, you don't know where you're going to go. So then a good option might be that wherever you think, if you know where you're going to settle, ultimately buy it there. Or if you have to buy it here, let's make a fund first. Right. Because you see, it gives you a tremendous tremendous amount of financial security, of sense of security, if you've got like 50 lakhs, one crore, one and a half crore behind you, because then when you create a liability, you know that you can sleep easy. Worst case scenario, you know, you can still pay it off if you really have trouble. And eight years down the line, you know what your context is. It's likely to be different than it is today. Sure. And you can then take a choice, uh, a decision and in those eight And even years. if the price is higher, but it's not going to run away so much that it's going to beat the returns that you will make somewhere else. That is exactly 
so you will have a lot of security kartik that is exactly what i want to ask anuj about now that's a fear that a lot of people have right what if i postpone my decision by 8 years that's a long time what if the prices of real estate run away is yeah. that likely to happen based on the last 5 years so uh, alex not based on the last 5 years the last 5 years the market has been flattish or in some uh, micro markets gone down i do believe is that we are at the bottom of this market because you were to look at the balance sheet of the listed developers or you know when i do speak with the developers or when we are doing the valuations we're seeing that these guys are really not making any margins right. so alex i'm firm uh with my thought that we're really at the bottom of the market and you will start to see price appreciation because at the price at what they're selling today yeah. it doesn't make any sense for the developer right uh to do the math right. because there is really no profit okay. uh, left in it is either the supply is going to go down dramatically yeah. in which case the demand will exceed the supply and hence the price will go up yeah. or the price needs to go up for these developers to remain interested in delivering the product right so i i i do feel is that uh, you know this argument Uh, you know if we were to do maybe in 18 months time with karthik again <laughs> uh, when the market has started to run up yeah. you know it may have a different view mm. uh, from karthik because it's been going down for the last 5 years correct uh, you know it is difficult to be able to rebut that that there is a capital appreciation likely to happen but in the last 50 years we've seen that there has been capital appreciation Absolutely. happening and i do believe given uh, you know i've been in the industry for long there are the math that these developers are working they're not producing any profits absolutely anuj i agree with that from the perspective of the developer but also from the perspective of the buyer if it crosses a certain threshold then it starts losing its relevance i i can't afford it if it goes to 25 lakh uh, I, i i completely agree and alex those products will just not sell yeah so it's not necessarily so, that the per square foot price will come down yeah. what will happen is that the area mm. is going to become more effective more efficient so a three bedroom what they were selling at 2100 square feet right. would probably be now built more efficiently productively just like what happens in hong kong or tokyo or manhattan and we're seeing that already and we're starting to see that already yeah. previously it didn't matter to the developer because everything was selling and hence 2100 square feet three bedroom was selling yeah. now it needs to have a efficient design at 1400 square feet and hence the ticket price becomes more affordable okay now i before we go to the last point which is the tax uh, angle i do want to broach one last topic in terms of suppose you buy an asset real estate you know um, what do you have to factor in uh, with regard to the illiquid nature how do you plan that and perhaps you can give a little perspective as to how the secondary market is going and how you see that going So uh Alex you mentioned and Karthik also said in his opening remarks uh, that you know there is cost associated to that and it is a illiquid asset unless you are doing it in a REIT again these REITs have right. come in the last uh, uh, two or three months uh, and it is very liquid i mean you can get onto the stock market you can buy it today at 11 am in the morning and you can sell it at 4 pm in the afternoon right. at whatever it is and it's like Or, buying units in a mutual fund it's buying units in a mutual fund so it is very very easy i do want to you know say that that it is uh, it is become a, a lot more liquid mm. on the residential side it is highly liquid so if you are thinking that you're going to buy it today and you want to sell it in 6 months there is a cost associated and there is a time uh that is required to be able to dispose and monetize uh that asset so, so i would say it accordingly. at least 3 to 5 years you need to plan before you think is that you're going to sell it kartik you had a point you know i want to make a quick point here so if you're buying a residential 
property somewhere in a newly developed residential project right it the wait is going to be longer the liquidity factor is going to come way down the line the reason for that is very simple the place has to settle down it has to become a habitat right. it has to have social infrastructure around it Absolutely. so therefore it's going to take longer now if you want to have the option of liquidity then you need to look at a place which is already settled right. which is functional beautiful like mumbai take a juhu take a kafpre take you know where the moment you say i want to sell it there is somebody from the building itself who will have the first uh, want to buy it because maybe families are expanding convenience factor and life is already fully operational there so the demand so, factor but then the cost is high there. yes absolutely kartik i want to come to you uh, with one uh, last point with regard to strategizing right uh, when it comes to personal finance these are all goals uh, right. so buying a house is a goal how do you rank it in the larger scheme of things because i've i've come across several people who've put major life goals like retirement or children's education on the back burner That's in order right. to buy a house and not only that they're buying the house and then they're in a rush to prepay it or, uh, as well so what happens is people have to understand that a big chunk of your money is going to go away and you're sacrificing all of the financial goals so i would rank it a little lower down the line a for financial security and b for the fact that you have some resources behind if things go wrong if the job goes out and today we are living in a world where uh, maybe artificial intelligence or robotics is taking away a lot of jobs right. so there is a threat to your income per se so till the time you don't have options for that or till the time essentially you don't have a backup don't plunge in and make a big commitment okay slight exception here for women for a lot of women because the life the way it is these days i do tell women that you know it's not a bad idea just go ahead buy a little pad for yourself because life can turn whichever direction and if you have a pad of your own it's see in an indian society difficult to go back to the father's house difficult to get absorbed back in the in-laws house if there's a problem you have your own pad no that's and a very meanwhile self empowerment or empowerment in the sense of a rental coming in that's a very important uh, point kartik and we are going to broach the topic of women uh, and and how they plan their finances in sure. a later uh, conversation for now we leave it at that i i do want to touch upon the tax angle uh, there are benefits to buying oh that's absolutely right 2 lakhs in your um, you know for interest benefit and 1 lakh 50000 is a part of your atc so do be mindful is is really the point when you're making an investment into a house but there's also another angle which was announced in the budget or rather the interim budget which is likely to come into play this financial year which is a long term capital gains angle anuj yes uh, so so there are a number of uh, tax benefits uh, alex uh, you know certainly on the affordable housing they have given a, a number of uh, benefits under the pradhan mantri awas yojana um and you know clearly that has uh, propped up the demand on the affordable housing uh, but equally on the long term uh, capital gains uh, they have said is that uh, if you were to sell one property previously you could only buy and offset the capital gain tax by buying just one other property uh, this was a relevance that was given for bombay where you're selling an apartment in south mumbai and you have got two kids right. and you do want to buy two different apartments for those two kids yes. you have an ability now yes. to be able to offset for both those apartments rather than just one but you can only do that once in your in life your lifetime all right with that i think we've covered most of the important aspects at least of the financial nature that would come into play when you're buying a house of course for the emotional angle you should speak to all the stakeholders in your life before you make this decision on that note thank you so much to both my guests today kartik and anuj for joining us on this conversation with that it's a wrap on this edition of pq big decisions Do stay tuned and watch this space for a lot more in personal finance. This is Bloomberg Quint.
If you enjoyed Big Decisions, check out some other podcasts on the IVM Podcast Network. You can check out Pesa Vesa, hosted by Anupam Gupta. Advertising is Dead, hosted by Varun Dugirala. The Ronnie Screwwala Podcast, hosted by Ronnie Screwwala, or Cyrus Says, hosted by Cyrus Procha. These shows are available on the IVM Podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Look! Up in the internet! It's a meme! No! It's a cat video! No! It's the Geek Fruit Podcast! That's right. We interrupt this riveting broadcast to tell you about our show, The Geek Fruit Podcast, where Tejas, Dinkar, and I, Jishnu, talk about everything in pop culture, including DC, Marvel, Star Wars, Netflix, and everything in between. You know how your friends hate it when you ramble about some nerdy crap and you just want somebody to listen to you? Well, sorry, there's nothing we can do about that, but come listen to us ramble and it'll almost be like the real thing. Kind of. Listen to new episodes of the Geek Fruit Podcast every Monday and the Geek Fruit Bulletin every Thursday on iTunes, Google Podcasts, the IVM app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, you nerds. Filter coffee is a fascinating beverage. You need to pick the right beans, blend them in the right proportion, roast them to perfection and slow brew at the right temperature to get the perfect cup which is exactly like great conversations as well you need to track down the most interesting minds get them into their zone and settle down for an unhurried unscripted chat and coffee for me is always 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 best enjoyed with friends i'm karthik nagarajan and do share my table as i meet some of the most interesting people i know and sit them down for a strong cup of coffee and an even stronger conversation Join me every Wednesday for a freshly brewed episode. This is not frappe. This is the Filter Coffee Podcast. <laughs>